0: Well, well, well. I think we were right. It's hit the fan. So let's dive in and talk about it. <laughs> Welcome back to the Prepared Mind channel. Welcome, welcome indeed. If you're on Club and you're a premium member, guess what? You can be right here Monday through Friday talking live. If you're on subscribestar.com on the premium side, you can be here Monday through Friday with me live every day, 4 p.m. Eastern time. So welcome to you, one and all, who are here right now. Get your questions into Jolene. Because we're going to do the monologue and the Q&A. That's your questions, my answers. And I've spent numerous, folks, innumerable, uncountable amounts of hours studying what is going on in the world. Whether it's domestic, international, history, prognostications. You and I are here, folks. And that's why we're part of, we constitute, we make up the Prepared Mind Network. It is incredible, folks. Now, the title of this video, The Enemas of Our Nation. Well, yeah, it's because they're schnittheads. They're schnittheads, right? They're actually the enemies of our nation and they're here domestically. But SHTF is more than just a domestic problem in the United States of America or any country. It is completely international and affects, it affects superpowers and it affects the lowliest of third world nations. It affects all of us. It does. So, head scratcher, where do we start today? (laughs) Well, let's start with this. Disney's woke agenda continues. Disney's failing support continues. Their first folks all out for their Disney Channel debut, their first all-out tranny character is coming. Folks, Disney's going to go broke, trying to push wokeism. That's what I think is going on. I really do. Buzz Lightyear failed. It was woke. The comic book woke movies failing. America is rejecting woke every chance they get, especially when it's the primary, uh, shall we say, agenda. Now, they've been pushing it on us for years as secondary. And if I go back to even my childhood, when I started really paying attention to television and the messages we were sending back in the 80s, the woke stuff, even though it wasn't even called woke, it was just the odd, uh, shall we say, gay person in the background or the sideline of the story. Whether it's uh, Billy Crystal on soap or uh, John Ritter on Three's Company, it was always the punchline. Now we're being told, you better take it serious and you better accept it. Unbelievable what they're doing. Oh, boy, you know, we can't talk bad about it. That would violate terms of service. That would violate community guidelines. But from a satirical standpoint, we can examine what's happening and we can applaud what's happening or we can go, oh, my God, I can't believe that garbage. Well, we got a lot of garbage, folks. We sure do, right? Now, <clears throat> in New Jersey, a Democrat politician, a councilwoman, ran over a motorcyclist. I'm sorry, a bicyclist. Right? The bicyclist was going across the intersection and she plowed into him and didn't stop. This hit and run from this Democrat sounds a lot like Biden policies, which are hit and run on taxpayers. They just run over the top of us and they don't even stop or look back. They just keep going because that is their policy, folks. That's what they're pushing. Who cares how it hurts you, America? This is for the good of the wealthy. This is for the good of the oligarchs. This is for the good of everyone. Well, not really, I mean, not us, we're feeling it. It doesn't feel good to me, I right? Don't piss down my back and tell me it's raining unbelievable folks so let's let's continue if we shall down this domestic shtf look at our nation and the enemas within this was pretty interesting this was the dailycaller.com carried this story and it said um <clears throat> experts took a look and are continuing to take a look The clinical steps to grooming children is 100% matches exactly, according to the Daily Caller, how children are being sexualized in schools. They're they're 100% clinically doing it. So, So to take the word groomers and then say that should not be applied to what's happening, folks, experts are in agreement. That's precisely what is happening. Remember when? I mean this is fascinating. This is fascinating. Let's let's fix this here camera. There we go. What's fascinating is schools used to be about education. Remember that? Remember when schools were about education, reading, writing, arithmetic. What have we learned? Well, literature is racist. Math that that's racist. Well, let's see what does that leave left? Reading, writing, Yeah. 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 The, the, the alphabet and writing words, that's racist. It's a social construct that was created to, to propagate white whiteness, white culture and put down all other races. Did you know that? Yeah. Well, I don't believe it. Right. I know that's what they're saying, but they're continuing to push this racism. Uh, Wasn't it Rodney King who said, why can't we all just get along? I've got no problem with that philosophy. Let's do it. Let's just get along. Well, you can't. Fox. Now, this is great. Foxnews.com. And Fox News is doing everything it can, by the way, to keep President Trump from appearing on Fox. He's like off of it for another, the next hundred days, President Trump is not allowed anywhere near a Fox studio. Why is that? Well, it, it's not race-related. They don't want him influencing the outcome of the election. In other words, they don't want him endorsing certain candidates. Isn't that what all of the Democrats who show up do? They promote their people. They promote their picks. As long as it's anti-American, you bet. But Fox can't have Trump. Oh, no. I mean, get this. If George W. Bush wanted to show up. If, if Bill Clinton wanted to show up. Oh, my God. If Barack Hussein, Barry Satoru Obama showed up at Fox or NBC or, or CNN, they would parade him in and get his makeup good and, and fix his hair, get it all nice and neat looking and put him right in front of a camera and say, we, got, we have a former U.S. president but not Trump, folks. Anyways, Fox is reporting that an MSNBC guest said Herschel Walker is, quote, what Republicans want from their Negroes. Now, this is awful, and this guy is a complete dunderhead. Uh, Eli Mistel, I guess, is his name, right? He is a complete race-baiting douche, in my opinion. That's all he does is look for ways to push racial division. Right. And what he that's he said that about her. And by the way, the guy's black. He says that about Herschel Walker. I mean, how does that help? Right. That's that. You know, and and he says, right. Let me let me give you the quote again. Uh, Herschel Walker, famed college running back and NFL football star, friend of President Trump. Herschel Walker, who is a black American. Right and and this clown of a person on msnbc says herschel walker is quote what republicans want from their negroes i'm sure he would rather use the other n word and to use the word there see right there the word there shows possession right as if as if republicans own them once again this 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 concept or idea that that it's a slave mentality, a slavery mentality, it's disgusting. I'm so sick of it. Nobody in this country can actually be a slave unless they agree to it. Even if President Biden said mandates on the Jim Jones juice, because, you know, it doesn't work, but it doesn't matter, take it anyway. And the Supreme Court said, you've got to take that trash, whether you like it or not. You don't have a right. You must take it. Every single one of us, as an individual, if not collectively, every single one of us can stand up and say, I ain't taking it. I'm not your slave. And you can't make me unless you physically make me. And we're going to fight to the death over it. See, that's one of the beauties, folks, about being free. Is when you're free, you can fight back. It is only when the mind is enslaved that they can put the shackles on you. Well, I understand that you can be enslaved against your will and shackled and everything else, but you'll always be fighting it. That's incredible. Unbelievable. Anyways, here's some more. Now, let's leave the domestic arena and let's head overseas. Oh, by the way, don't forget, get your questions in right now about people, events, things that are happening. Oh, there's some big things happening I haven't touched on. We're going to touch all over them. Right. If you've got a prognostication, you want to talk about the history, past, you've got a quote, hey, you could say, tell a lie, tell a truth, put up two things, a lie and a truth, and make them so crazy. See if you can trick me, right? <laughs> See if I can pick out what is the lie and what is truth. There's so much crazy stuff going on right now. That's one of my favorite things to do on here, by the way. When they come up, I love playing that game. Now, Trump ended this and Biden has now invited it what am i talking about and play some jeopardy music but they would get me if i hum it as a copyright violation these people suck all right what am i talking about trump ended north korean stupidity he became president they put up a bunch of garbage and he went over and visited it was incredible now that Biden's been in office, and he's demonstrated himself to be absolutely weak. North Korea is now preparing its first nuclear test in five years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, oh, oh, uh, the great man, Blinken, Biden's douchebag spokesman for the Defense Department, has informed the United Nations that North Korea is preparing. Well, why are they preparing, why now? By the way, Iran is also saying that, uh, well, they're going to develop a nuclear weapon and they would incinerate their enemies if prompted. (sighs) Do you remember when Trump was president and you didn't have these fears? Did you remember? Do you remember when when Trump dealt with North Korea, when Trump dealt with Iran, when Trump dealt with the Taiwan situation, when Trump dealt with China, when Trump dealt with Russia? When Trump dealt with the Syria issue. It's amazing how much that guy dealt with while dealing with all the shit coming from the liberal scum, the bureaucracy, the mainstream media, social media, big tech, when when he had to deal with all the bullshit and harassment from other countries, and then they ended up coming around and kissing his ass. Do you remember that? That That was President Trump. While rhino Republicans attacked him the whole way the whole way. While he was threatened, his family was threatened, his son was threatened. Remember that, Trump? Remember that guy who wasn't a pussy, who wasn't a coward, who wasn't a chicken shit? Remember him? I do. I really do. You know, while I don't agree with every one of his policies, I admire the man for being who he is. He's playing golf right now at a big old tournament. He's not in a golf cart, even though he's out of shape, overweight. He's walking the course. And he's just having a good time. Unbelievable. Who do you want in the White House? Fucking Biden, who's hiding in the corner, sucking his thumb. Oh, it's incredible, folks. It's incredible. I posted a picture to uh, YouTube, showed Biden walking away from the stand while Jill, Dr. Jill Biden, was talking. He hears music from an ice cream truck and turns around and starts walking What's important to the man? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. right? Biden, he, he's really the president, huh? He's, it's incredible. And Reuters and the Associated Press and the mainstream media, they won't cover that. They won't cover it. They won't show the world what a bumbling, dementia, adult-brained moron is their guy. Is he going to come out? From his second bout of Cerveza bug and and claim that he beat it just as fast as as Trump did. I mean, what's he going to come out and say next? Right. Well, well, by the way, Pax Lovid. It doesn't look like the the recurring, the bounce back or rebound effect, whatever they want to call it this week, where you get Cerveza bug, take their drug and get it again. It's not two percent. It's more like 40% according to reports. Now, I'm not the expert. No, no, no. Not me. I'm not the expert. All I am is a guy who's talking to you about the satire, the humor of what is going on. It's incredible. It's incredible what they're doing. Let's stick around and talk about what's going on around the world a little more. NATO is saying, well, they may have to intervene in Kosovo with their little conflict that's developing between Kosovo and Serbia. There used to be a country called Yugoslavia, which was created after World War II, and it's since broken up in the 90s when the Iron Curtain fell. Right? Yugoslavia is now at Macedonia, Serbia, Kosovo, what, Bosnia, Herzegovina, it's a mess. It's an absolute mess. Remember when when uh, they got involved in that? Oh, there's there's genocide. The whole world was introduced to the term genocide because I think the guy's name was Slobodan Milosevic. Once again, this isn't a partisan issue. It's an East versus West issue. NATO wants to get involved. Any chance they can get. What, are they trying to justify their existence? Oh, yeah. I think that's what we're dealing with here. Ah, unbelievable. Get your questions in. I've got about another 10 minutes, and then it's your turn. Your turn. I want to thank you guys for the great support you've shown on the PreparedMind.club. I want to thank those who have signed up at Prepper Coach with John and talked to me for an hour. Spend some time shooting the shit. I want to thank everyone for the great donations through PayPal and Cash App that we've gotten. You guys have just done a great job of making sure we continue to broadcast to the world. Folks, we're here, like I said, at the thepreparedmind.club, our flagship website that we own where we can't be silenced, as well as subscribestar.com, YouTube. Where else are we? We're on Instagram. We're on Twitter. We're on Facebook. And thank you for your support through all those things. Thank you for shopping at the club. Folks, we're expanding our social media voice, not because we love social media, but because we're going to use their tool against them. Right? Unbelievable. I watched videos today of Dutch farmers and farmer supporters getting beaten on by the police over there. When are these police going to wake up and realize they're just tools? Now, any of you who have kind of a, a religious or seminary background, you may have heard the expression that uh, men will beat their swords into plowshares. In other words, weapons of war will become weapons of agriculture. What it, what kind of an interesting thought is that? Agriculture is good. A plowshare helps create food. What is it that is being destroyed right now in this world? Whether you're in Europe. North America and other parts of the world. Well, agriculture—they're trying to stop growing food. The Dutch are going to beat their plowshares back into swords, folks. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. These people—they—they they make mistakes, and then years later, they want to punish everyone. Kind of, kind of like well, Russia. Uh, Europe wasn't thinking about Russia. They started cutting off all of their energy supplies. And then they're stuck with Russian oil. Then they then they're going to they get mad, right? They, they, they said, we're gonna we're gonna cut off Russia from uh oil insurance, the market. They want to uninsure all Russian vessels. And then they're like, well, wait a minute. If we do that, we can't get it delivered. So these dumbasses, folks, they need the energy from Russia, so they can't hurt Russia anymore. They can't. What happens years down the road when they run out of food and they're like, hey, how come we ran out of food, right? It's going to be too late. Is Russia going to supply Europe with their food? Folks, the world is being run literally by a bunch of dumbasses. In fact, that these sick bastards have gone so far as to claim cockroach milk. You heard me right. Cockroach milk is more nutritious than cow milk. That is just un freaking believable that they would put that out there. Unbelievable. Cockroach milk, folks. Are you gonna line up and go get a carton of that? I mean, how, how do you get cockroach milk? What the hell is cockroach milk? They're not mammals, just disgusting. Absolutely disgusting you know whether it's the politicians the technocrat oligarchs at the world economic forum or the hypocrites out of hollywood they're all being pointed to and we need to all step up raise our voices and tell them no we will not comply no we're not going to put up with this prep to action folks start taking action and I, i put another uh youtube post out earlier people we're watching, they're like camping out at these um, <clears throat> voting drop boxes in Arizona. These people decided to take action and people would pull in as if they're gonna drop stuff off and went, oh, we're not gonna do that because they don't wanna be filmed. Folks, if you're not doing anything illegal in public, then why would you be opposed to being photographed or filmed? It's public. In the public, there's no expectation of privacy. People can film you. Anyways, back to the, the, the hypocrites in Hollywood, in media. Hire uh, Bolsonaro, the Brazilian president, and I probably butchered his first name. He is pointing out hypocrites. It's it's easy to see, folks, who in the world is are friends of liberty versus those who are enemies of liberty. Right, he he absolutely wiped out President Bolsonaro, Leonardo DiCaprio, because he had to make a tweet about Brazil's rainforest, the Amazon rainforest, and he pointed out and you know called him the hypocrite that he, is. he says you want to change the whole world but never yourselves. Every leftist, folks, is a fucking hypocrite. Whether it's Prince Harry, John F. Kerry, Al Gore, uh, any of these actors, they're a bunch of hypocrites right Leonardo DiCaprio folks has a private yacht that is as big as the Titanic it looks like does one man need a ship that big I can see one man having a boat big enough to you know what have a cabin in and you can you can sail and go places but does Leonardo DiCaprio need his own cruise ship well That's the hypocrisy we speak of. Hey, I say, look, you you made the money, however you earned it, whatever, that's yours. Have at you. But don't tell everyone else that we've got to cut our standard of living and drink cockroach milk. Unbelievable. As things stand where they are now, people are starting to do what I did years ago and start living differently, right? Right? It was a storm came out on zero hedge family of six moves into a tool shed to escape the inflation storm. Hmm. Folks, I know people who have taken and they live a minimalist lifestyle, rent their home for income, for cash to pay for it while they live in accommodations like this. I had my fifth wheel for years. 33-foot fifth wheel I lived in for five years after my divorce because my life was so wrecked from it. And now I live in the glorious splendor of the corrugated bunker. It's beautiful. I just love it. right? And uh, I get by with a little help from my friends. Um, Tiny house. Minimalism is being... Well, it's looking more attractive to people as wealth destruction is visited upon us, like it or not. Right. Saving ourselves from the coming storm of economic and social upheaval, folks. It's called prepping and patriotism. Now, if you can live normal, that is beautiful. If you have to step down, hey. I lived in that freaking tool shed in the jungle until I got that that platform built and the 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 yurt put on it. Once again, minimalism, living as inexpensively as possible. We're all we're all being affected by what's going on. How we react to it, how we prepare I think is essential and critical. Right? We have to do what we have to do. Unbelievable, folks, where we're being pushed and shoved by these people in Washington, D.C., and in Davos, Switzerland, the Davos douches, what they're doing to everyone. <sighs> just, just crazy news that's going on in the world. Uh, <clears throat> where do we go, right? The enemas are in our nation, the enemies within our nation. Right. This is incredible that a, a senior economist gets fact-checked by Facebook. Facebook is a social media company. Folks, the U.S. is in recession. Know what I saw? I I read this article, right? A senior economist is is fact-checked, basically told you can't say that, has their stuff removed by Facebook because he says the United States is in a recession, which is two quarters of negative GDP. One of the simplest ways to describe, to define what a recession is. Well, he's been fact-checked, but guess what? Other senior economists and analysts around the country are already saying, If you think quarters one and two were bad, wait till we get the results of quarter number three. Okay, Jolene, I got you on the back up here. Excellent, excellent, excellent. Quarter number three is not gonna be excellent. Expect numbers to be bad. Expect the numbers to confirm the recession is coming. I'm not telling you don't go buy things, I'm telling you get prepared. Well, that should cause people to prep to action, to get prepared. That should help the economy. That should that should stimulate things with spending. Right. I recommend going to the preparedmind.club, find the things you need, hit the affiliate link, get hyper sent pow to their site, right? And get what you need. We don't, we don't, there's there's not a warehouse behind me or in front of me. We don't have that. We don't have those kind of resources, but we have affiliate companies that have sent us their products or we bought them or they've been recommended by other preppers who tested them. Get prepared, folks. It's getting nasty. Woo, I tell you. Yeah, the Ministry of Propaganda. Yeah, the government. Remember the federal government wanted to do that? Who's the enemy of the people? Who, folks? Washington, D.C., Washington, D.C. is the enemy of the American people, folks. It's time to take our nation back. All right. This is an article written by Lawrence Sellin. Now, once again, I don't recommend doing anything illegal, harmful, dangerous. We don't advocate violence. We don't glamorize or glorify it. But folks, an article by Lawrence Sellin. The accumulation of excessive power has made the federal government a self-serving and self-preserving entity unaccountable to the American people and operating outside of the constitutional constraints. The U.S. government has become a corrupt one-party state, the Uniparty, composed of mutually supportive Democrat and Republican politicians administered by a permanent dictatorial bureaucracy, all controlled by transnational interests who plunder American assets for personal power and profit while attempting to maintain the illusion of democracy. Sounds a little like Ukraine. Sounds a lot like a lot of countries around the world. Right? let us I mean, thinking differently about what he just said, could the people of Ukraine make the same complaint and come to the same conclusion? Yeah, you bet. That they're all controlled by transnational interests who plunder Ukrainian assets for personal power and profit while attempting to maintain the illusion of democracy under Zelensky. Who is this master class? This technocracy that controls and benefits from it all? That's the Bill Gates. That's the Klaus Schwabs. Folks, that's the banking magnets, the, the huge billionaire corporations and billionaire individuals. The oligarchs. They're the ones telling the government. They they pay their bills, they're their paymasters, and so guess who they work for? Right. The paycheck we give, Nancy Pelosi, the paycheck we give, Mitch McConnell, poquito, right? in pu, very small. What they get from these companies is huge. The payouts, the bribes. Mm-hmm. That's where we're at, folks. It is now time for the Q&A, the question and answer. And I think we're going to have some good ones. Let's see what happens. Are you ready? All right. (laughs) Jolene. You get to throw out what you want me to look at, but these are your questions, folks. She doesn't make these up. This comes from Dennis. He says, does anyone know what kind of special booze Taiwan has? Because I feel this is why Pelosi is going there to load up the plane with some special booze. Oh, it's absolutely incredible. I posted this picture also. Uh, I'm doing a lot, folks. I'm trying to drive people so that they come here and they learn. And we love to use satire and humor. There was a picture of a, a military transport plane. And there was a plane in front of it. And, and normally there's like a tube that runs down and it refuels the, the second plane. Someone put on there, Pelosi's plane was the rear one. And the front one was a tanker of uh, vodka or something. All right. What kind of special booze does Taiwan have? I I don't know. <laughs> Taiwan oh they make they make uh, computer chips we know she's actually going there for computer chips Taiwan is a big manufacturing nation they manufacture they create high-tech all kinds of stuff I imagine that uh, they create the control boards and panels for uh, for wineries and distilleries anyways that's great satire great humor and it's a great way to look at things really why? Why is Nancy going to Taiwan? So that leads us to Gary D's question. He says, what is going on with 90 proof Nancy's visit to Taiwan? Yesterday, they said it wasn't on the itinerary. And today, they're talking like it is. Well, I'll tell you what, it is on. It's coming. She's going to Taiwan. It was interesting. uh, See, she put herself and the United States and all of us. In jeopardy, because because China said, if you come here, we will try and divert you. We will fire warning shots, and we can light you up. There's going to be a consequence. China let the world know today that if Nancy wants to fly into the into Taiwan, and they've been told no, that they see it as an ag- act of aggression, an invasion. And folks, an invasion invasion is an act of war, is it not? That's what we were told, China is seeing it as that. And they said, if Nancy flies in and we shoot her down, then you had already been warned, you ignored the warning, the direness, the seriousness. And essentially they said, it's on America for doing that. It's on, well, rather the United States government. So there's a lot of humor out there and there's a lot of fear, right? I think Crispy Bacon asked today, Uh, He said, you know, when was the last time you felt like World War III was a a real potential? Mm -hmm. You know, when was the last time you felt the way you do about Nancy flying in there in China saying they're going to just blow her to pieces? Right. Interesting. Right. So. Everything I have read says she's going to show up there Tuesday evening, probably right after the prepared mind show is over. Because, you know, Taiwan, I'm, I'm in the South in the United States. Taiwan is you know, like nine, ten hours that way. Right? It's hell and gone from here. Um, maybe they'll change their mind again. I wonder if Nancy isn't getting on another plane somewhere and going to go live on an island somewhere. She's been quite a useful tool and idiot for China and other nations Maybe she's just going to check out and they're going to say they killed her. I'm expecting a lot of these high level people uh, trying to pull their poof, golden parachute and punch out, leave, right? fake their own death so they can live somewhere else. I know Nancy has this big California estate, and she's bought some Florida property, I guess, over on the east coast of Florida. Way the hell over there. I want her as far away from me as possible. But uh, folks, these, these scumbags are everywhere. They really are. All righty. Let's have some more fun. Let's get serious. Let's really dig in. And we've got Kathy LaMaster with a question. What are some questions or flags to look for when allowing additions to your community? I ask because we had a family move on to our land. And it didn't work out even after asking and thinking we went through the questions we thought would be necessary. So go ahead and put the first part of that back up, Jolene. Thank you. Uh, What are some questions or flags to look for when allowing additions to your community? Okay, this could be, uh, obviously, if you live in a housing tract or in a city or in a neighborhood, you can't tell other people where they can move but allowing someone onto your property, right? Allowing someone into your prepper group, which meets privately, right? What are some questions? What are some flags? I can tell you one of the main flags to to look for is one of the spouses not being on board, right? The reason they may have wanted to move on the property could have been financial. It was going to save them some money, Or they thought they were going to benefit from it somehow. Um, And so for them, it was a good move. And they never really bought into the idea of belonging to a very tight-knit and close community. There is going to be, and, and by the way, I have to say this, there is no perfect group out there. Right? There's no perfect group. There's no perfect unit in the military. Now, I know people could probably argue with that. Right, there's always going to be some tension or issue between one person and another for one reason or another. Now, when times get hot, when you're relying on someone, that's something entirely different. But living around someone, even if they're just on your property, you know, living around them, it's it can be tricky. It can be difficult. Right, they can get on your nerves. They can change their mind about some things. So there's there's really no 100% bulletproof way to find out right people can be married 10 years 20 years 30 years i um, i knew a man my uh, an attorney i knew back in california was married over 40 years his wife just left him kapow you just don't know people change their mind they may get some information and think they know better right uh they could look at you or say someone look at me and go you know what you don't know what you're talking about they could decide they know more or they know better and they could, they could become a problem in the future, right? Now, I've seen people under stress, right? Under good times, they're 100% behind you. They get some stress. Something doesn't work out for them as well as they thought or as much as they'd hoped, and they become antagonistic. Now, I'm not trying to be negative, uh, <laughs> negative Nicholas here, Um I'm not trying to be negative. I'm just saying, you know, it's difficult. Interpersonal relationships are difficult. It's difficult to find people we like and agree with when times are good. Right? Now, there's other other people out there. right? You may not get along with 100% right now, but if things get really nasty, they could get behind you 100% and you behind them. Right? Those are the, those are the type of people we want. Well, you know, times are loose and good, you know, uh, you can, you can throw rocks at each other and, you know, not get along perfectly. But when times get nasty, that's when you become a, a tempered, right, tightly knit group. It's tough. It's tough to know. But one of the huge red flags is one of the spouses is not completely on board or you've had problems in the past. Uh, It's hard to know who the psychos are out there. If you don't really know them super well, it's hard to know, right? That's why being uh, intuitive uh, helps. That's why being, you know, if you're fully prepared, it it really helps, right? If you've got a group of people who are all 100% fully prepared, what you consider to be 100%, which is near impossible. And you bring someone into the group who is not, right, uh, in addition to your community, they may feel like they're picked on or looked down on and they could become uh antagonistic or backstabbing it's a very tricky. everything's tricky folks putting together a company that you want to work with and work for very difficult right it's always difficult because everyone else has expectations everyone else has their thoughts their agenda right that's why having a uh, um, a list of priorities is important. And what you could do is uh, put up all of the priorities, put them on uh, you know, a piece of paper with a magnet on it and you could put your priorities up there. You know, what's most important in SHTF down, 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 down the list, right? Take a picture of it, take those things off, give them to this other person, give them to other people in your community and say, put your priorities up there. What's the most concerning because you could have a problem out there, folks. We could have a serious, say, a regional SHTF problem, and one person's priority may completely contradict what you think is number one. Right? Someone may think that that the most important thing to them um, <clears throat> is, well, entertainment for children. It's like, well, that's a, that's an important priority for those with kids when it comes to SHTF, but is that number one? Or would something like self-defense and uh, security of the property be number one? Yeah, if you've got a bunch of BLM and Antifa running around setting a fire to people's homes and property, right? Security is number one. In, in fact, security should always be number one because without security, you don't got anything else, right? Without security, self-defense, you can't have food security or any other water security or, or any of that. But someone could be like, oh, the kids entertainment has to be first. You know, and it's like, where do you get off, man? Well, I don't want my kids fucked up. Well, you, you think the fact that America's burning, you don't think that's already having an effect? You know, kids are kids. We love them. But man, they, kids can handle reality. In fact, in support of that statement, I watched a film from the 1930s. It was like a little 30 second newsreel showed a three-year-old boy going to work with his dad as a chimney sweep. It was kind of interesting. I was like, "Well, okay, back then, times were hard. And even a three-year-old understood that they have responsibilities, that they can be counted on, that they can help. Very fascinating stuff. Okay, I know I'm droning on and on. Important topic. Great question. Thank you, Kathy. And let's move on to the next. And lo and behold, it's Sally Sue. Okay. Sally Sue says, John, when I first started prepping, my goal was to learn enough to be able to live without electricity. I never thought I'd be living without it because I couldn't afford it. It It's fascinating, isn't it? Um, We get blindsided. I get blindsided all the time. I'm like, geez, I didn't see that shit coming. Unbelievable. Right? I did not see folks drag queen story hour being taken to the extreme that it has and that grooming children in schools by perverts was going to be applauded. I never in my wildest dreams thought that would become a big deal. And it has. It's a huge deal. You should see the fruitcakes, folks. If you follow Governor DeSantis' social media world, see who hates him they really believe their rights are being violated down there because they're stopping perverts from using children. Unbelievable stuff. Anyways, back to Sally Sue and electricity. Yeah, I never thought I'd be living without electricity because I couldn't afford it. Right? Yeah, we were always told or or we were led to believe that we could lose the power in, a, in an EMP or coronal mass ejection taking down the grid or a cyber attack taking down the grid. I never expected our own government to be responsible for just decimating, ruining our electrical infrastructure, power generation, by just attacking right, our standard of living. But now it's interesting, you said you you your goal was to learn to be able to live without electricity, and you say you never thought of living without it because you couldn't afford it. So are you saying you never expected economic collapse or inflation, mega inflation, ultimately leading to hyperinflation in the USA? You would think it's impossible that we were so smart. Well, not we, me and you, but the people in charge, they're supposed to have all these huge economic degrees. But the more we learn through prepping, prep to action, the more we learn, we realize these people are espousing concepts of Marxism and Keynesianism that failed and have repeatedly failed. Every country that's ever tried it. And they're continuing to give it new names and pretend it'll work. And it's different this time. And every time the laws of nature do not allow what they're trying and it fails. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of things coming up, Sally Sue, that we can't afford. Uh, I can't afford to eat veal. And with beef prices and availability, what they're going to be doing in the next few years, I can't afford to drink cockroach milk either. (laughs) I don't mean I I won't have the money for it. I'm saying my health and my soul will not allow me to drink cockroach milk. There's going to be a lot of things we can't afford to do. And it doesn't all involve monetary issues. I'm taking you down this little philosophical road here. (laughs) Right? I can't afford to bend the knee. I can't afford to give up on America. I can't afford to think freedom is going to slip from my grasp and I'll never have it back. We can't afford to give up on our children because that's giving up on ourselves. And that is giving up on the dream of freedom and liberty. Folks, it, it's so hard to explain to people who don't have a grasp of true history. Before 1776, people fled from Europe to America to get a taste of freedom, to, to try and live for their own benefit, because they were being completely stepped on in Europe prior to, well, the Renaissance, which is the, this, this building of knowledge that was released right? Every nation, every county in, in Europe held its people like slaves. And it's been that way, folks, for all history. All human history said no traveling unless you have special permission. Right, You had to be somebody important. You couldn't just go where you wanted and travel around the world. There were no outright passports. It was whether or not this noble person or this aristocrat person and his guards and people recognized what authority you claim to have and allow you to pass. Everyone was owned by someone else until 1776, folks, when the great philosophers and their ideas came to fruition and were pronounced and laid out in the Declaration of Independence, written by Thomas Jefferson, penned, with the help of many others and signed first and foremost by John Hancock. It's incredible folks who these people were and what they gave the world and what now, the same despotic, tyrannical scumbags who have put themselves in positions of power are trying to do yet again. And that's take away your car, the ability to fly or get on a boat and go anywhere without special permission. They want you to live in super cities, tech cities, walled-in cities. They wanna take away our right to travel, to eat, to earn a living for ourselves, to own anything. No cars for you, no motorcycles, nothing. The clothes on your back, you will not own. You will just borrow them. When they're telling you, you'll be happy. That doesn't sound like a very nice bedtime story to me. Okie dokie, let's do this. Let's see some more stuff. And it is Penelope Binkley, and I'm glad you checked in, P. She says, am I the only one who feels like we're trapped in the Hunger Games these days? Sheesh. (laughs) I tell you, the Hunger Games, folks, is another uh, set of novels, children's stories, if you will, because it involves young folks who are dealing with a technocratic dystopian government that wields 100% power over people and how do they control them food supply by taxing them and keeping them weak sick and tired that's what they do that's what they do they control people now in this Hunger Games scenario a country like the United States is broken into some geographic regions and they have geographic governors and control methods and it's, it's absolutely horrible that they pit the people against each other from these different zones and, uh, you know, lavish winners with gifts and pretend like everyone is a winner. Everyone gets, oh, yeah. It's like rooting for your sports team when, when the Dallas Cowboys win the Super Bowl. Everyone who's a Dallas Cowboys fan gets to cheer and pretend like they're sharing in that victory. You actually don't win jack shit. Well, unless you bet on them in Vegas and bet a lot of money, you don't really win, but you feel like a winner, right? That's the entertainment value in sports. In reality, it's nothing. When you watch the movie Independence Day with Will Smith, he defeats the aliens, right? Along with Randy Quaid, who sacrifices himself and destroys the aliens, you, you leave that movie going, yeah, stupid aliens, we beat you. Did anything really happen? Did you really win? No, it, it elicits an emotional response, kind of like Penelope's talking about, right? You, you watch the Hunger Games, Hunger Games movies, or you can watch Running Man with Schwarzenegger, another dystopian movie. You can watch um, Dark City, a dystopian, uh, strange movie. You can watch any of these that show tyrannical government systems. And then when you come out of them, right, like the matrix, oh man, you've woken up, you've been red pilled, you wake up and you see what's controlling you and you see a way out of it and a win. You can win, right? Well, you watch the hunger games and you come away with this, wow, we won, uh, but you know, so scary, right? You get to uh, vicariously experience these sensations, but they're at this point in history they truly are happening folks they're shutting down our energy grid they're fucking up our food system absolutely internationally they're trying to start more wars and control us it's unbelievable but unlike the movies when you leave the theater and you get in your car and reality kind of floods back what's happening in our world for real you can't ignore and leave you feel it all the time you're like right but every time something bad happens it comes down on us we feel it for real when joe biden was sworn in when joe biden started acting as the president people are like no this can't be this can't be right we were told where we go one we go all it's q we're gonna win right they're gonna throw them out trump will arrest them none of that happened We were plunged into this freaking nightmare with Joe Biden, and it's still going on. Cockroach milk, folks. Insect protein burgers. Are you kidding me? That's what they're pushing. No fertilizer for farms. Shut down farming. The people of Europe, folks, are engaged in war for their lives. It's happening here, too. Prep to action. It's happening here now. Now, we got Carthago checks in and says, You will live to see man-made horrors beyond your comprehension. I pray that I don't, Carthago. I pray. But I know there's going to be massive death. We're already seeing it. Okay, Joey. We're already seeing it. We're seeing the effects of bio warfare we're seeing the effects folks the bio warfare that was released a new cold try the mrna technology that's the real genocide genocide people are dying kids super athletes are falling over right and dying they want to push war on us they're promising us folks starvation Expect cannibalism. They're promising us a purge politically. They want to kill us. We're going to have to defend ourselves, folks, with real guns and real bullets at some point. We've got scumbags all around us, and other nations want to invade us. They hate America. Other nations hate America. They hate freedom. They hate our culture. They hate our religion. They hate everything about real, patriotic, red-blooded, Constitution-loving, flag-waving Americans. They hate us. And you know who those countries are. And this government in the United States gave them $85 billion worth of military equipment, making a bunch of absolute back ass fools a military. All right, let's move on if we shall. I know time's running short. And we got Silver Eagle. He says, a wise man will choose to live peacefully, but prepare for war. A war is coming. You're doing a great job. Keep up the fire. Thanks to you and the crew. Thank you, Jolene Uman and the Knights of the Round Table, as it should be, folks. And I want to thank all of you also. You as well. See, I I absolutely rely on every one of you. Commercials come up in the videos. You watch them. Why? It pays nano pennies. But with 82,000 subscribers, I think we're actually up to 82,000. If we aren't there already, we're, we're on the doorstep. Folks, 82,000 subscribers. It, I rely on you, period. Oh, in fact, there it is. 82,000, exactly. <laughs> right? 82,000 subscribers. I rely on you and the tiny bits of support that we're paid for by you watching videos and watching the commercials, your donations, your membership, your premium subscriptions by purchasing products through the preparedmind.club. We get paid a penny on the dollar, whatever it is, but it adds up your support. Make sure we're here putting this fight on and encouraging more people to watch, think, and wake the hell up. It's not a joke anymore. It's not not a punchline. It's not comedy hour. Sarah C says, John, you give us hope. Thank you. I do want, folks, there is a beautiful world on the other side of SHTF. There's a beautiful world. But he's right. There is a horror story between there and here. The people that have to suffer. The people that will die. The the." the incredible things that are going to happen. And I don't mean incredible good. I mean, incredible bad things that are incredibly bad are going to happen. It is scary. It is horrifying. It is unbelievable, but hopefully we can get past all of this. And once again, get to an area where the people that are living can live together in peace and allow each other to live in peace and own their property and live and prosper by their own hand and that government once again is constrained restrained that it's shackled and its power isn't power but mere authority that it recognizes wouldn't it be nice to have every politician go to their office every morning every bureaucrat go to their office every morning and be forced to reswear An oath to the Constitution and agree that if they violate that oath, that there will be a real penalty, a fine, and prison time if they violate the oath and try and take away our constitutional rights. Because that's what they're doing now. They've taken an oath that they're ignoring, absolutely ignoring their oaths, and there's no penalty, there's no accounting, there's no responsibility. There's no way to make them do their job that they agreed they would do and that they're being paid for. I would love to see the day folks when we can hold them accountable for real, not just say, well, you just won't be elected again, but rather your ass is going to jail because you violated our rights and we can hold a trial for you. That doesn't require some government judge. No, the people can hold a trial, not some partisan garbage folks. None of this January 6th bullshit, a real trial. But a trial nonetheless. And hold these politicians accountable. I can't wait for that day. But that's in the far future. When serving the people as a public servant, whether as a bureaucrat or elected, wouldn't it be marvelous, folks, for them to actually care about you and America and do their job properly? Folks, that was 50, 60, 70 years ago. When that was how it was. Those days are long gone, are they not? Politicians look at us now and can they fool us? Can they trick us? Can they swindle us? That's what they wonder. How much can we screw out of these people before we get caught and we have to retire and just go live off of our millions we made? That's what they think now. They don't think, well, we're going to serve the people because we love our country. It's, I hate our country, screw them, let's steal all we can and blow. Doesn't that sound like Pelosi? That's why I said, yeah, she'll probably fake her death and go live somewhere else. Unbelievable, folks, who these people are. Unfreaking believable. Folks, chance favors the prepared mind. Are you prepared? Aren't you glad you're a prepper? Godspeed to you. God bless America. Semper Fi, and I'll be back tomorrow, and I want to see you there. Bring someone else with you. Send this internet address, this site, whether it's the club or Subscribestar or the YouTube address, send it out to people and tell them to start learning. It's real. SHTF is real. Look what's going on around the world. Literally, folks, dozens of countries are having massive anti-government protests because of what governments are doing to their own people. It's about freedom. It's about liberty. It's about our rights. And we're going to have to fight for them, folks. They're showing us that. So get involved. Prep to action. Get involved with politics. 2022 is a huge year. Huge. I'll see you soon.